Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Zone Time, people. I'm Julian. Tic-Tac-Toe Mars here. Avery's here. Sam is here. I understand we are a hockey podcast, and there's a lot of hockey talk that will be coming your way from all four of us. But the Oscars were over the weekend, and we have to spend five minutes to talk about the Oscars because that's something that people talk about a lot, and there's something that happened that deeply upsets me. It deeply upsets Tic-Tac-Tomar. Um, well, you can see it from Tic-Tac-Tomar there. Queen Angela. Angela Bassett was robbed. Robbed. Robbed, I say. Robbed. Of an Academy Award. That being said, we also have to shout out uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Brilliant movie, cleaned up at the Oscars. Amazing movie, by the way. Everyone mm-hmm. should watch it. Michelle Yeoh winning uh, for Best Actress, well deserved. First well woman deserved. of color to win Best Actress since Halle Berry in two thousand. Since Halle Berry, how is there only two people exactly. who've done this? Mm-hmm. And they're both. What bond. are we doing? Sorry, Sam. They are both Bond they're... girls. Mm-hmm. There are only two women of color to win, and also only two former Bond girls to win, mm-hmm. and it's those two. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what else is crazy? What's like, crazy? Like, like the, the 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 historical stats, like from this year's Oscars, is, is like insane. Um, Ruth Carter, who won yes. um, Oscar for, um, I believe it was like uh, costume design for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. The first, yes, sir. <laughs> the first black woman to win two Oscars. Like Period. how? How is that possible? Period. Period. How does Period. that happen? And they it, expect people like us to look. I know we're talking about it on the podcast, but they expect other people like us to care about this stuff. Ninety-five years, ninety-fifth. Seriously, man. Oscar and like and these 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 unbelievable like this is the first time like this if best time to plant a tree was twenty years ago the second best times right now. Not taking away like like the, the history that's happening right now, but like when you put into context, like of the the number of this is the first time this happened, is like insane. Like I think that this this Oscars was like the was like the the most that um that people of Asian descent have been nominated. Like what? I don't know, man. It's it's only now we're coming around on those types of movies, right? Like it it it, it shouldn't be that way. I mean, I think that the thing that has always made me laugh about the Oscars is like it proceeds on the assumption that movies are largely like Western and white when like, you know, like a lot of the people who are like, Oh, I don't like everything everywhere all at once. It's like weird. And like, but even the people, even some people who are like, Oh, it's super weird and original. Like I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, Oh, it was great. I really enjoyed it. She's like, yeah, it was okay. She was like, it was good. And she's like, it's just like, a ton of other Hong Kong movies and it's like people just disregard Bollywood or like you know Hong mm-hmm. Kong had like a thriving cine- like cinematic industry in the 80s and the 90s and like there's all this other it reminded me of um uh now I'm blanking on his name which, which is terrible the guy who did Parasite oh uh, oh god right no, now that I, I said I blanked you'll all blank oh my god no, I don't want to blank on his name. Um, uh, the director for Parasite is... I'm legit looking this up right now. Uh, is it... Oh, um, oh, God. I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, Bong Joon-ho, yes. Yeah. Remember when he won and he was like, some of you are afraid of subtitles. It's a couple yes. of inches and it will oh, open your God. eyes to a whole different I remember world. That. That's, 
that's yeah. exactly what this is, right? Like there is so much cinema out there that isn't just Hollywood that is so good that people just have no idea about, which is why they're like, oh, everything everywhere at once is super original. It's like, but if you ever watched anything by Wong Kar Wai or like anything made in Hong Kong in the 80s, like this is this was an homage. It's not like not that it's not original, but it's not that original <laughs> or that weird. Avery, how many of these movies uh, nominated for Oscars did you watch? Zero, honestly, zero. I'm not. I'm not a film buff. Like I'm not a film. I mean, it's great to have more. It's great to have more people in film of color getting awards. That's great to see. But in general, honestly, you know, I've been joining the conversation because I am not a film buff. I watch one film like every 24 months. I'm not a film guy. You watch a movie every two years. Yeah, like I'm not. What's the last movie you watched? High School Musical. Honestly, last movie I watched. Probably Space Jam too, to be honest. Really? Yeah, um, I'm not a film guy. <laughs> my condolences. That movie was tough. It was. I awful. heard it was tough. That yeah, was I tough. haven't. Wa- I haven't even watched that movie. Yet. Don't. 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 Just In- watch the. Just watch the original again. Yeah. No, yeah, Le- LeBron like, tries way too hard to be like Michael. LeBron is a tryhard uh, film. He's not a good actor. <laughs> is there yeah. an NHL movie we would ever watch? Like, uh, like, like if Trevor Zegers was, I, I keep using his his name as an example for everything. Trevor Zegers yeah. was in a movie or something. Well, like Sagan was in Goon, I think, right? Goon or Goon Two? Was that's he? true? They did have NHL yeah. players who who had roles in movies like that, or or they had certain NHL players like as historical characters in like The yeah. Rocket from a couple years back too. But like, but like a pure like you know. Good. Sorry, which movie? The Rocket. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. movie. Ina's like a really good film. Yeah. Um, going going yeah. back to the initial topic, Angela Bissett, yes. I want we wanted her to win. I, I yes. thought just like, man, watching that scene in, in Black Panther Wakanda Forever where she just like just stands up like, have I not given everything? Like just, just when just I saw so, that, I said, give her the Oscar right there, bro. Honestly. And again, <laughs> that's that's not to take away even even Stephanie, man, from like 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 from in, everything, in, yeah. yeah. Like her as well. Like her performance was was incredible. And I don't know. And like now I'm seeing people saying like, oh, you know, she's a sore loser because she didn't like clap. I'm like, she's upset. Like, what? Come on. Like, it's it's a, it, it would it would it would have been like a significant victory. Like not just for her, but also just like again, what the victory means. And I think the fact that you have like again afterwards, like Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors are like kind of like seeing it like. Hey, auntie, like, hey, no, auntie. We, we love you. Like, they understand the significance. Great callback to uh, the real OG Black Panther, by the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and even like Michelle Yeoh, like, like with her victory, like, they understand the significance of this. So, you know, man, like, like, leave, leave, leave. I think Queen everyone Angela was surprised that Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis won, including Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Like, she clearly was not expecting. To she did win. not expect that at all. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, Are you actually going to watch Freaky Friday uh, at some point, Sam? Probably. <laughs> Good Freaky, movie, by the way. Freaky Friday is very, is very early 2000s Disney. Like very early 2000s. Yeah, it was like 2003. Like it's just like yeah, like yeah. Speaking yeah. of speaking of Disney, Omar, are you wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that allowed? And speaking I... speaking of Disney and High School Musical, Vanessa Hudgens was like like a host, like asking people questions on the champagne carpet, which I didn't know they called it that. That was news to me. They don't call it the red carpet. They call it the champagne carpet. Champagne Um, carpet. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, ah, ha, started something new. Excellent. Wicked. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was following on Twitter while watching the Flames beat the Ottawa Senators at home. So, uh, well, you know what? They, uh, they uh, picked the best time to start doing that, huh? You know, that, uh, yeah. the wins could have been uh could have been yeah. better. You know, especially if they did lose to Anaheim. That's tough. a couple of days earlier. Yeah, that's that's kind of tough for the Calgary yeah. Flames. Anyway, uh, we've expressed <laughs> uh, enough frustrations about uh, one academy that caters a lot to white people. Let's talk about something else that caters to white people, which is the NHL. Uh, and that, folks, <laughs> is what they call a segue. <laughs> what up, up, what up, up? Hey. <laughs> So uh, speaking of white people, a lot of white people are descending into Florida, or they have already. A lot of white media journalists covering uh, the GM meetings. That's more white people. Uh, GMs will discuss, uh, you know, whatever they want to discuss in their little breakout rooms. Maybe a rule change. Maybe some other gripe that seems to be coming up. And I figured, you know what? 
what if we had the opportunity to be in those rooms and we had the opportunity to, you know, sit down the boardroom, raise our hand and be like, hey, I think we need to change this. Could be like any type of rule in game, CBA, salary cap. There was one thing you could do if you were at those GM meetings alongside those other GMs and advocate for something to be changed. What would you want changed? I know what I want. I don't know if everyone else has what they would want, but I know what I would want. I have made this complaint before, unless unless anyone else wants to go before me, but I've made this complaint before. Sure. I've made this complaint before. I, I, if I was in the room and I yes. hope that Gary Bettman is there as well, I, I, I would have, I would have one request. I'd okay. say, Hey, Gary, Mr. Bettman, how are you? Uh, I feel like we should take the name Arizona Coyotes and scratch out Arizona and put something else. Anything else. Whether it's Houston, Atlanta, oh, oh, Halifax, oh, just, oh, just, oh, wait, just, just wait, there's a disagreement. Just, 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 just something that that that's but one of them. Because again, I am I am very I am very pained of how oh, the Jacob Chikrin trade was handled. I Yo. think I think the Coyotes butcher every single thing that they have in front of them. I hope they don't get Bedard. Actually, taking a look at it now. Hope they do get Bedard. Wow. So that that that's where that's where I'm at. I think I think there have been there are way too many cities cities around that have. I think we talked about this on previous episodes of Zone Time. Where like the the leash that the Coyotes have gotten, like I don't think other expansion cities have gotten as as much leeway. Change it. Yeah, there and there there other like rules and stuff we can change, but that. That'd be cool, especially because I've I've seen a lot of people who a lot of people, especially from like the Halifax area, who are like dying for like another Canadian city. I don't know if Halifax would work, but yeah, change change the Coyotes. I wonder with that leeway though. Definitely, I can't think of any other city that's had like what the Arizona Coyotes are going through. But there have been markets that have had two cracks at NHL franchises. Atlanta has had two before. Minnesota is on its second one right now. Denver that come to mind. Denver as well. Mm-hmm. It's not as if like there have been other markets that have gotten second chances or some kind of leeway. It's just that we have not seen anything like this where we are literally watching games in 2023 in an arena that seats 5,000 people. And, and, people student active, section. and people actively make fun of it. Also, form- I, I want to remind uh, y'all, the Ottawa Senate, Okay, the Ottawa Avery Senators, than Sam. Mm-hmm. I'll jump in one point. The Senators played in the OHL arena for four years. That's sad. Nine thousand people. So people picking on the Coyotes for that arena. Come on, the Sens played at OHL Barn for four years in the nineties. So, but <laughs> getting, you know, you know, That's with the true. rule, uh, I'll yeah, I'll jump in my rules. Um, it's one thing I've hated for since day one. If I'm going in there, changing a rule, get rid of the dang goaltender trapezoid. Get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. Why yeah. are goalies still being limited in terms of where they can go behind the net? It's dumb. What purpose does it serve? Why are we limiting? Why are we pushing goaltenders who are going to puck handling? It's beyond dumb. It was dumb when it was first implemented. It's dumb now. Let goalies go wherever they want behind the net. What's the harm? Mm. Okay. Mm. Sam, what about you? I want to go back to the Arizona point because I'm not with Omar on this yes. one. I uh, wow, oh my, you're on an uh, island. (laughs) I just, I think, like, ownership issues aside, and I think there's a lot to complain about for different ownership groups in different markets. I think that I think the stats over the last five years is that Arizona is the fastest growing hockey market in the U.S., Mm. and I I just think Mm. that like fan bases shouldn't be held to account and have their teams taken away for shitty management and shitty ownership decisions that's fair that is very that's fair. very fair that's very fair um so that that's why i wouldn't do i wouldn't that that's not the real change i would do um i think we've talked about this before i my my major change to the nhl is referee accountability yes. there needs to be either there like game reports or you there need to go. make one of the refs available after the game for press conferences yep it's it's, it's dumb it's 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 we there, there have 
especially because the 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 impetus and the the line every time is that refs don't want to impact the game but they impact the game every single time and it just gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and when you have like multiple calls or lack of calls that like directly d- directly impact games there's no one to there's no one to answer for it all you just have is this you know a bunch of twitter fights of people of saying like okay well like the ref didn't see this or the ref didn't see this or this is what they saw or whatever or whatever or we're taking no account like player history or whatever like it, it's way too much of a mixed bag and i think especially now we have to get to a point where it's just like at the maybe you don't have to like explain like why you called just what did you see what did you see what what why what you made that call what did you see right and, and instead of all this like this guessing game and that's what sucks now is just like, like there's no way to, to tell the rules because everything's just guessing what's well, goalie interference i don't know oh oh this might be outside and that's have you ever been watching a game and they're like, oh, this month, this month, this is gonna be offside. And then they look at the replay and it's just like oh, oh like a like a 20 frame per second like clip. And it's like, what are you even looking for? Like, what are we even looking at? Like yeah, yeah go. I was gonna mention too, like other leagues have reports. You have the two-minute report in the NBA. MLS has a, a report with officials, and they're the great example. Like, we just saw a lot of I remember, I remember like 12, 13, 14 years ago, I think it was, there was an Edmonton-Dallas game where the Oilers lost on a call. that was supposed to play, the Oilers tied the game up. Goal got waved off due to a hand pass by, I think it was Alex Hemsky. There was no hand pass. The official who called a hand pass on Hemsky was literally 40 feet from Hemsky and called a hand pass. I would have loved the official to explain why did you call a hand pass when you didn't have a clear view of the face-off. Like, hmm and I think every that referee my... should have an AMA on Reddit every month. So like one referee every month. I just, <laughs> I hate, I really out. hate the line like they don't want to impact the game. Like that's such a stupid statement. Like yeah. even if you made all the right calls, you are impacting the game. Like that yeah. is literally your role. Like the only way you would not impact the game is if we took referees out entirely. Honestly, and like obviously, it's not gonna like it's not. I don't think it's gonna solve every single problem. But like I think as the I think as the when it comes to the way that we talk about officiating, I think it could have an unintended imp- impact of like maybe i don't know having a level of understanding a little bit like yeah we you know like the uh, broadcasters say it all the time like oh well at home you have the 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 benefit of replay and you can like pause things and then go go back and look at things but like refs don't it's like okay then then tell us what they're seeing because the only thing we can we can focus on is what we are watching on our screens and when you see someone just like a player just tap their legs and then they freaking pretend like they're Bambi and they fall over or like when, when a blatant interference is just missed or where you, where you let things go for like 45 seconds and then call both players afterwards for offsetting, offsetting minors. Like it doesn't make any sense. So it's just like, just, just give us, give the fans some flipping clarity. And I think it'd be, I think it would go a long way, but they're never going to do that because they, they just think the media is going to like take opportunities to rip into them or whatever. But I don't, I don't know. I, I think that's a, that's a great idea. And I think if they ended up doing that, that'd be a great way to just make the game less complicated. Yeah. As complicated as it is. Oh, look, just, we, we just need better. I understand that officiating and refereeing, it's so hard to do, but I think to your point, yeah. Like if we were able to have some kind of line of communication it's gonna be a lot better for for watchers of the game, for players of the game, and hey, maybe we'll we'll have more competency. Maybe we'll we'll find ourselves in situations where referees will be able to spot offsides, and they won't have to do something stupid like a like have like challenges for offside rules, which is exactly what I would complain about if I was in these rooms. Mm. I'm I'm done with the offside review. I think it's stupid. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's asinine that you could go through you could have a puck enter the zone it might have been offside and a whole minute later a goal is scored it's like up 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 offside we spotted that a whole last minute ago (laughs) like what the hell are we doing you know what i genuinely thought i had the other day you know what i genuinely thought the other day could you imagine if and this this might not i mean this is a bit ridiculous but could you imagine if you're the team that enters the zone and gets called for an offside or like not called for an offside, but you go through an offside. 
but like you turn the puck the over the other way and you get scored on. Could you imagine if like an HL if like an HL team was just like, no, please call an offside on us? I know that's not possible. But could you imagine if that was like an actual option? But like, like, like you willingly, you though? willingly, like I don't, I don't know if it is, but like, could you imagine if some some team did that where they were just like, mm-hmm. please go back to that offside that should have been called on us because we don't want that goal allowed. I wonder if that's actually allowed. I don't think it I is. I think that is because like they they and and that's and I think Julian like like to that point like that's why they need to find ways to add parameters to like to to those moments because like I could mm. see that happening where like a team like enters a zone, they're offside, the puck gets turned over and then there's like an odd man rush and they score. I could see someone going up from, from upstairs like I'm messing the coach and saying like hey, no, that we should have been called offside. That initial entry by us was offside, so the whistle should have been blown. Because then, if you if you challenge that, they're not wrong. It'd be it'd be ridiculous as 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 all hell, but they're not wrong, and that's what they they need to add parameters because then you're gonna get into those moments of just like such like nuanced details, like and that would be nuts. And I guess for another for another rule change, and I, I, Avery, I think you mentioned this, like if not last season, then a couple mm-hmm. months ago. Just the ideas of making of removing parameters in three on three overtime, like let's make it longer, let's get rid of off offside reviews in three on three overtime is stupid. Just freaking like, oh, yeah. but it's not actual hockey. It's three on three, man. Just let them freaking play. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. Yeah, you mentioned like three on three. Like, why do we need an offside at all in three on three? And that makes no sense. Mm. I don't know. Uh, it's something needs to be fixed. I, I think we came up with four solid solutions that any GM would at least entertain if we were allowed at the GM meetings in Florida, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good on all of us. I, w- I was worried that like one of someone, one of us would like come up with like the same one, but we all managed <laughs> to come up with four really good yeah. ones. Just I wonder how many times this, the playoff. Oh, you go ahead. I wonder. I was gonna say I wonder how many times the the playoff format gets brought up because like everyone was like ripping on Bill Guerin for having that interview with um with American Freeman, I think. But like, I highly doubt he's the only GM who believe, who feels this way. No. <laughs> so I, I wonder how many times so that all. gets brought up. Yeah. I definitely think there are GMs who would be like, oh, this is fine. And they would definitely push up the, the line from Gary Bettman where it's like, oh, well, if you actually took the current playoff format and then you made it one through eight, like everyone wants it, you'd get pretty much the exact same matchups. Cool. So let's let's, let's do it. Yeah, let's, <laughs> like, let's I, do that then. Oh, like, just just be simple. Just do one game. You don't need wild card. Just eight. be just be simple. Get anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Speaking of uh, playoff format, we should segue over to the Eastern Conference uh, wildcard chase. Maybe the Western wildcard chase could uh, be a topic for another day, but we've already discussed the Calgary Flames. Let's look at the East, because right now, as we're doing this, I understand there's probably going to be games tonight, and and it could change a little bit. But uh, the Penguins and the Islanders right now currently occupying uh, the two wildcard spots in the Eastern Conference, Florida, Washington, even if you want to put Ottawa and Buffalo and I mean, Detroit kind of sold. So they're really far back, but there are a handful of teams that have a fighting chance at trying to reach the playoffs via the wild card. Is there a particular team or two you are all rooting uh, to get in, in the Eastern conference? It could be Pittsburgh, could be the Islanders, could be any of those teams I mentioned. Is there a team you are rooting to make the playoffs within that cluster of Eastern conference teams? Uh, Avery, is there is there a team you're you're thinking of? Gotta be the Buffalo Sabers. Gotta be the Buffalo Sabers. Damn, I want to so see. I know, but it's still, you know what? There's still a hockey left. You know, there's still what 16 games to go. A lot can happen. They can get hot. Teams above them can fall out a position. I want to see Tage Thompson in the playoffs. I want to see Jeff Skinner have a nice playoff run. I want to see Craig Anderson at 85 years old. Have one last run if he did his last oh, year. Oh come right? on! That's a fun. <laughs> come on, he he does. He is forty one. Okay, eighty five years old. old. He, he doesn't old look point. a day over sixty. <laughs> wow! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He looks very good for his age. But I like very the fact you know, forty one year old goaltender playing well. I mean, a good year in Buffalo. Like that's a fun. 
young team. And when I, you know, when I profiled them for the hockey news, talking to um, that, that locker room. Wow. That oh, okay. Oh, big man. Big man out here plugging his own work. Big mon things. Big mon things. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go you know, talking to Kyle Pozzo, telling him just scare. The common theme on that team is they love playing for Don Granado. They love playing mm-hmm. for this man. And when mm-hmm. you got a team that loves their head coach and wants to win for him, that's a motivated team you should be very afraid of. Yeah, he's a really good communicator. I've gotten that same impression uh, the one or two times I've been around that team as well. Sam, is there an Eastern Conference team you'd like to see make the playoffs? Oh. I would have to say the New York Islanders, and I don't want to. <laughs> you, what about Bor Horvat? Yeah, that's that's literally the nice. only reason. I would love for Bo Horvat to make the playoffs. I would care more if we still had that pick, but we don't. So Yeah, that's All true. Right. Hey, look, first I mean once that extension kicks in, man, he's he's on that island. Mm. He's gotta make it worth his while. <laughs> I, uh yeah he's he's regressed already oh really? real happy we're not paying like listen i'm so happy he got the bag but i'm very happy we are not paying for that bag damn how's beauvillier then he's been good okay oh okay I, well at least, at least that part of the trade worked out for y'all yeah no kidding <laughs> uh uh obar uh which te- which of these teams would you like to see make the playoffs um so i'm coming from this from from multiple angles um i agree with avery i think the the buffalo the buffalo sabers have done a lot of cool things this season and i think what we saw uh this year is like the the beginning of a new era for the sabers i think with all the the talent that they have you know, I think seeing again seeing players like Tage Thompson just like literally like stick his foot like in so many people's mouths, and mine included. Like I I ripped on that deal, and like they're gonna give him that deal after one good year, and like he just proved that like that no, he's legitimate. So you know, seeing all that bad skills is is great, and I think you know finally seeing the Leafs and the Sabers like play like legitimate games that matter is awesome. Um, however, on two fronts. Um, so the Florida Panthers are only three points out and I'm still weary of as of this recording recording. and I'm still weary of their other first round pick that's going to the Habs being in the lottery. Don't want that. So there's that aspect there. Now on the other, other hand, and this is why where I'm agreeing with Sam is the Islanders are a team that can be very annoying in the playoffs. And I've been trying to think of it. Can there be a team in the East that can pull an LA Kings and upset the top team? Can a team do this what Montreal selfish. can Montreal can, can a team do what Montreal did go in as the eighth seed and take out number one. And I'm looking at these other teams and I think the Islanders have the best chance of taking out Boston in the first round. So because of that, I hope the Boston, I hope the, the Islanders stay in that second wild card spot. I hope they channel all of their defense. And I hope Bo Horvat sees the second round and takes Boston out. Knocking on wood, because I don't want the karma, but that that's what my answer is. Bo Horvat taking out Boston yeah. would like bring me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. actually a pretty because yeah, that's it. Because Leafs fans wouldn't have to worry about the Bruins, especially if they win the first round. If. Canucks fans would be very happy. Justice for 2011. Okay, all right, I understand it. I mean, yep. yeah, Omar's right. They do play an annoying style in the playoffs. Ilias Orkin is a Vezina caliber goalie right now. Mm-hmm. If if the Bruins mm-hmm. get goalied, it's because of him. If and it gets to that point, is Barzell out indefinitely, or is there is there a timeline there? Because uh, if he like if he can come back, and then if you can rekindle or like or not really rekindle, but like get that that like chemistry that we saw with him and Horvat going, you know, you know that that would be cool. That'd be sweet. So so yeah yeah I'm I'm Team Islanders. He's still um, week. He was out week to week three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, it's week, week to week now. 
Yeah, oh. there was no timetable for him to start skating, but that was a little while ago. It was almost a month ago. Mm, I wonder if that changes. I wonder if that changes too. I wonder if he'll be healthy enough for the postseason if the Islanders should get there. I would yeah. like to see them make it. Uh, I would like to see the Sapers make it. I'll show some love to Ottawa, even though uh, them losing to Calgary kind of hurts them a little bit. But uh, it would have been really fun to see Buffalo and Ottawa kind of jump up into those wildcard spots, considering what they've endured over the last few years. But uh, if it ends up being Pittsburgh and the New York Islanders, I guess I won't be too mad. Uh, but yeah. I made the point on another podcast. I have a hard time believing in the Pittsburgh Penguins this year. They've burned me two years in a row because goaltending, whether through injuries or just performance, has let them down. So if the Penguins make it, I am not rooting for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You can no, hold well, me to that. Well, you know, maybe, well, maybe even if things do go south, maybe they address their goaltending and they trade for Carter Hart, which would be awkward, but funny. Ooh. Fire <laughs> sale. <laughs> Shout <laughs> <laughs> the Flyers, who who uh, Chuck Fletcher is uh, no longer GM of uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. Danny Briere is uh, the new GM, and uh, he's not afraid of uh, the word rebuild, or how was it described by some Philadelphia newspaper? The listen, R-word. man, does do do people not have editors? Like, did no one look at that and say, "Hey, let's not do that"? Like. <laughs> That probably like, was an editor because uh, people for those for, for those who don't know we're watching most of the time actual writers don't write their own headlines so it was an editor who did that it's like how did that not get a third or fourth look over and go really then we're gonna go with this is our headline this is how we're what we're gonna go with Avery you write your own head you don't write your own headlines I actually do yes uh, it depends sometimes I do some of the dope but I know the majority of course most don't but I do hockey news but. Just it, it's weird as to how that got through, and also Daniel Briere, a GM. I feel eighty-five years old. Mm. Yeah, we're at the yeah. point now. We're seeing players who we. I mean, I mean, I think having seen Joe Sackick already ascend to that throne and go higher than that is one thing. But like Danny mm-hmm. Briere, like like less than a decade ago, was still playing. Yeah, he's in a fist pump in the GM. The yeah. GM. Well, yeah, that too. Dr. Saint Louis is, a, is an too. NHL head coach right now. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Rod Brindamore is an NHL head coach. Alex Burroughs is an assistant coach. Is an assistant yeah. coach. He was assistant coach in Montreal too. Uh, who else is out there in some kind of coaching or badger position that should make us all feel old? There's a um, bunch of O6. There's a bunch of O6 Oilers who are like um, the Red Wings AGM is Sean Horkoff. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. And I think I yeah, saw, I don't true. know if it's like actually happening, but I saw somewhere that like Dion Phaneuf might be trying to get into like player management or hockey management or something, which, huh? <laughs> 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 what? Do you not trust Dion Phaneuf's hockey acumen? Um, there's, there is a panelist on a hockey broadcast in Canada. And every time I see them on TV, because I remember they used to be an assistant GM with the Leafs. Mm, one, like, so. so every time, like I, I, I and you know, well, you know, player had a, had a great career, long career, but I can't separate that. It's like you were part of the Leafs when they were bad, like mm. bad, bad. So mm. like that when that happens, it's like, oh, okay. Speak it true to Omar. <laughs> It's funny. It's hilarious sometimes. It's like, oh, okay. Well, you know. Oh yeah, right. You, I never uh, played, so I, I I can't say anything. You know, I I don't I don't know. I I've talked about many times. I I cannot be in 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 an NHL office uh, working for the team. I can't do it. I'll be carried out immediately. Um, <laughs> that's exactly why we want that to happen. You nah, say I can't. you deflect from that all the time, but that's exactly why we need that to happen. Nah, I can't do it. Like if I if I was if I was like the, like the Leafs office, like when. Like for a certain like lineup decisions, I'd be screaming down from like from the press box. He'd be like, Sheldon! Like, like you would just like you would just yeah, hear me from the rafters, just like screaming, Sheldon, no! It's a penalty kill! Play someone else! That way. <laughs> Why did you I, yell Sheldon that way? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is the show. This is the show every every couple of months that goes. Omar for Leafs GM. Omar for Leafs head coach, Avery for Leafs, Avery for Oilers head coach, 
every freaking Canucks head coach. Like we're always playing ourselves in these roles in this podcast. Yeah. Sam is GM though. That should that, that should that should happen for sure. Yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam. We need cooler heads to prevail somewhere. That's what, exactly. Let Sam be GM. Sam is cooler. Sam's has a cooler head. <laughs> and also, like, no. Sam is stone cold. Sam nah. is stone cold. Look at JT Miller. Oh, you have a no movement. Get your gun. Nah, He's give Sam waivers. a <laughs> give Sam a team that's not chaotic. Give Sam oh, you're gonna give us draft picks. Bye. <laughs> People are always nah. like, "Oh, you think you could do a better job? You want to be GM?" I'm like, "No, I I don't." I'm good. Yeah. This seems uh, like a fun. terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd re- you'd re- you'd turn down the opportunity of an HLGM job to just, you know, be a lawyer? Wow. You'd rather be on Twitter and dunk on former NHLers who don't understand, you know, never mind. You know what? I don't even know if we should even open that Pandora's box right there. See, we're always talking It's always in Vancouver. If we gave if we gave Sam a chance to be, you know, the president of say the Golden Knights, or Tampa, competent franchise, quite a different story. <laughs> yeah, sure. Tom Cicito would still be. Pissed I, I do anyway. really enjoy the my favorite my favorite <laughs> Twitter replies. My favorite comments from people are, oh, "I bet you've never skated. I bet you've never played hockey. You've never like you've never played in the NHL. You can't have an opinion." I'm like, why don't you go say that to Julian Breezebois? Yeah, <laughs> Shut you've up. never you've never played in the NHL. I'm like, okay, tell Scotty have... Bowman that. Yeah. Tell John Cooper that. John, literally, man. Like, come on. Like, like this this whole like this whole thing about that that you have had to have like hashtag played the game to have <laughs> an opinion on the game makes no sense. We all have eyes. Fine, we can watch uh... what's happening. Like, and once again, well, re- reiterating that I have no interest in this whatsoever. Not that anything is on the table. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not even suggesting that. But yeah. like, oh. very arguably the best managed team in the last five years is GM'd and coached by two former lawyers, neither of whom played a high level of hockey. Mm -hmm. Fact. 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 Like, there's no disputing that. Fact. No disputing that. So... Like yeah, man, NHL experience. That sure sure serves uh, people like Garf Snow really well. You know? Served the Edmonton Oilers very well. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Very sure. well. For sure. Yeah. NHL experience, man. Yeah, you got you got a half skin in the game. Mm. Whatever, man. Yeah. Anyway, not saying it should be completely discounted. I get it. It yeah. should be. But, like, if you're making that the be-all and end-all for your criticisms on, like, oh, you shouldn't talk about it. Well, go kick rocks because that's not true. <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, I I say I'm sorry. I I mentioned the NHL player you had a back and forth with by name. I don't care. I I it's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, sorry. Anyway, uh, anyway, look, NHL player is a generous description of what he was. I mean, it's technically correct, but um, I mean, where's the line? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man. I'm genuinely not convinced a... that he's a better skater than I am. Oof. Judging by YouTube footage, probably not. Man. I feel like he's probably the not a better skater really... than any of them. I don't know, man. Mm. The only time I could think of what Tom did in the NHL is when he was in that line brawl against the Flames that one game with like Bob Hartley and John Torrelli getting mad. And I think Tom got clocked in that. <laughs> He did. He did. Oh I'm God. not even being beat. You can look <laughs> at the video footage. He got beat. He's be, he's being he got straight. beat. The two most yeah. popular clips of him are that one and then the clip of Brad Richards chirping him. It... Do you want you want so you wanna you wanna be in people's mentions talking about a whole set of stupidness <laughs> with regards to Pride Night and all that. Yeah, like come on. On what? Like, come on, bro. Like, whatever. Look at, anyway, twi- look at his Twitter anyway, followers. I, he has no value to any of us or hockey in general. He, he, he was I'm literally, sorry, he was literally like, "Oh, you watch me on TV." I was like, "Okay, we all watch you on TV, but you're the one sitting here fighting about what your pension is. Like, on, go bro. do something else." Hmm. Uh, ah, we're taking shots. This is what Zo <laughs> Time was built for. This is exactly what Zone Time was built for. This, and it was also built for trivia. 
I hope you all brought your pen and paper because I have questions for you guys. Uh, We have not done trivia a lot in the last little while. It's time that we bring that back, especially uh, before we get ourselves into more trouble uh, taking shots at more people who have played in the National Hockey League uh, or any other sport for that matter. Uh, Avery, I saw what you tried to do there in the chat for this Zoom thing, trying to make a John Morant joke. Wrong sport, buddy. Let's get to trivia. (laughs) Uh, The theme... The theme this time around, things you totally forgot happened this season. I'm going to try to test your oh, knowledge boy. on things that happened uh, earlier this year. Okay. Uh, just, you know, some random news events and stuff or just things that just happened. Let's start with question number one. This should be an easy one. Uh, both Henrik and Daniel Sedin were inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame last fall. Which Sedin brother has more points? Uh, I guess for the purposes of this one, you could just write out uh, which between which player between Henrik and Daniel has most points? You get a bonus point if you happen to know exactly how many points that brother has scored between Henrik and Daniel. Who has the most career points all time between both of them? Omar very much in thought. Avery, I can't really tell. Sam looks like hang on. I am writing one second. You know, I, my handwriting okay. is so bad. I'm trying to make sure that it's legible for the people to see on on camera. Have you not done this like trivia segment before? Have we not seen what your handwriting is like? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, actually, that I can think about because Sam's definitely done it. Omar's definitely done it. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, well. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> We're about to find out. I wanted to know if who ha- who had more points, and then bonus point was uh the exact number of points they got. If you don't get it, this? you don't get. Give me prices but... rated for the for the bonus. Oh. Uh... Eh, why not? Sweet. Why not? Whoever's closest to that number, uh, you get a bonus point. But uh, the most important thing, give me, between Henrik and Daniel, which Sedin brother has the most points? Uh, Omar, do you have your answer? Yep. Avery, do you have your answer? Read that. Uh, oh, man. You're going to have to get that closer to the camera, my man. Oof. Okay, so... Omar has his answer. I think I kind of see Avery's. Sam, you got to lift that up just a little. Yeah, the blur is getting... <laughs> blur? The blur! Should we just the read them blur. out? Oh, no. Oh, man. Okay. We might, have to, we might have to get you all to read out your answers. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think I see it now. So, Sam, you have uh, Henrik Sedin, 1,060 points. Uh, Omar has Henrik at 1,027 points. And uh, Avery has Henrik at 1,032 points. I'm happy to say all three of you got the answer correct. Henrik Sedin is the brother with more points with 1,070. Sam no! the bonus points. <laughs> oh, man. I was hoping, <laughs> yes! I, I was hoping it'd be below because I'm like, oh, <laughs> I would have wanted my price to write rules. Nice. That's awesome. Sick. Yeah. 1,070 points for Henrik Sedin, 1,041 for Daniel. So, uh, okay, yeah. so Sam uh, has the bonus point, so she technically has the one up on y'all. Nice. Uh, question number two. Uh, actor Ryan Reynolds recently joined a bid with the Remington Group to purchase the Ottawa Senators. But earlier this year, it was suggested that this Canadian artist would also join Reynolds in buying the Senators. Uh, this is a multiple-choice one for you guys. Is it A, The Weeknd, B, Drake, C. Masari. D. Carly Rae Jepsen. Which Canadian artist? Uh, <laughs> if it was, was a multiple also... choice, I would have got it wrong. <laughs> oh, this is too. This, this is easy. Like, no, no, it... because I was like, I was so sure that I knew it, no, and I is... wrote down the answer, and I was like, oh my god, that was wrong. This one's mad. <laughs> that <was> wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was fully wrong. All right, we all got the answer, everybody. Yeah. One, two, three. Show me your answers. Okay. Uh, it looks like uh, everybody got the correct answer. It is the weekend. Uh, shout out to Avery who wrote Abel, uh, his real first name. Yes, I, I would have forgotten that if you, on that was a multiple choice. Yeah, I wrote Bruno yep. Mars at first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bruno Mars. <laughs> what? 
Bruno Mars. It's not even Canadian. All right, man. Man said, man said Bruno Mars. That's crazy. Bruno Mars. I full on. I full on wrote Bruno Mars. I don't know why. My God, I wrote it. I fully wrote it, and that's why. And then when you watched the option, I was like, "Oh my God, you idiot! No, it's the freaking weekend." Yeah, wrong, wrong. Holy. Was, oh kicking. my god, that was so funny! <laughs> oh, that was okay. Hilarious. So everyone got that right, but because Sam got the bonus point, uh, she's still in the lead. Question okay. number three: Calgary Flames head coach Daryl Sutter was asked for his assessment of rookie Jacob Peltier, who made his NHL debut during a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, he responded by saying, "What number is he? What number is Jacob Peltier?" The uh, multiple choice options, A, 25, B, 30, C, 49, D, 18. Oh, you thought the question was just going to be, what's the name of the rookie? You probably thought that, didn't you? Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no. I, I know, no, no, no. <laughs> I got this Yeah, one. I need to know what number that one. he is. I got it. Okay. All right. If you have it, uh, I'll count us off. One, two, three. Show me your numbers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Sam. You got that wrong. It is nope. not D, number 49. Only so, reason uh, I know it is because it was weird. Because when I was, was watching weird. the Leafs games, I was like, who the heck is 49? And I was like, ah, you, right. Yeah, that, that one stood <laughs> out. I'm like, 49? Like, you don't you don't see that. It's a weird one. So I think because of this, uh, we're all tied. <laughs> Heading into the final question. Okay. This is really cool. All right, cool. High stakes. No multiple choice for this one. Oh, name the two teams who participated in the 2023 stadium series game. <laughs> that, that, is so, that, that is so easy. Uh, it doesn't look like the way for Omar. All right. Well, if you think it's so easy, give me the final score of that game. What? I didn't wow, say easy. Why do I have to do the extra? Wasn't the, the Calvin ball nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do you don't have to do that if you don't want to, but give me the two teams who were in this year's stadium series game. Not the winter classic, the stadium series game, a completely different game. All right. Omar, are you still writing? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, I'm good. I'm good. It's a different game. Oh man. <laughs> remember, different game for the winter classic. I just want to oh, see if you guys remembered that this happened. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Show me the teams. Okay, this is very <laughs> all right. So everyone got it right. Um, but Omar says do also underneath says do better NHL. That's that's funny. The I thought fact that I, I fully wrong. forgot about this game, man. That's horrible. Like, how it's an outdoor game, and I fully forgot it happened. I remember okay. we've been talking, about it. it's horribly marketed. I like okay, that he's since... still holding it up. Oh, yeah, yes, your mind, your mind, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're still tied, we'll actually do the tiebreaker. Give me the final score. Tell me who won and tell me the score. I guess whoever whoever gets some combination of the winning team plus the closest to the score, we'll figure that out, I guess. Um, You know what? There's an easier way to do this. Give me the winning team and the total number of goals scored between both teams in the game. That's okay. probably easier. Oh, I'll give, okay. you a, I'll give you the winning score. Give me the winning. Flex. Oh, okay. Flex. All right. Flex. Big flex. All right. So flex. Wow. Okay. Big man. Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> you tell, Avery trying to put everyone else to shave. You'd be like, oh, I pay attention to the NHL. I mean, I don't. Oh, no. That's not true. That's not true, Sam. You pay more than <laughs> enough attention. To goes on attention. Yes. I know who won. Sure. I just don't know what the score was. Uh, no, Omar, I'm, you look I'm, confused. I'm, I'm, I'm completely guessing. I'm completely. Guessing. You just, just you might as well just guess. You yeah, might I'm as guessing. well just guess. I, I, I have an answer. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Avery, uh, Ken died. Ken died. Cannot. Ken died. There we go. Okay, now we're good. All right. Jesus. All right, now we're good. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Omar. Go ahead. Can I confirm that I that I still get the point? If I properly get the total number of goals, even though Avery's gonna flex on us and give us the exact score. Um 
Well, that would create a problem because then we'd still true. be tied again, I think. <laughs> so that is true. That is true. Jesus that is true. Okay. So you know, know what? We might have to we might... Okay, so I, I wrote might... the score next to it. Avery would still get okay. the tiebreaker because he has the correct score. That's correct. true. Yeah. So he has so that extra one. Double okay. double right, everybody. Oh my gosh. All right. So you'll get the you'll basically get two bonus points. All right, everyone, show me your answers. All right, well, I was so close. One person got it right. Congratulations, Avery. Uh, the uh, uh, winner of uh, today's quiz. One. It was 4 1 for the Calgary. Sorry, for the Carolina Hurricanes, not Calgary. Sorry. Uh, congratulations. Uh, do, 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 do you want to, <laughs> do you have anything special you want to say to everybody? Avery, now's your chance in the winner's circle. I just want to say I'm the greatest of all time. No one can touch me. My style's impeccable. You know, I'm the oh, conqueror. All that good stuff. My style's impetuous. <laughs> he stops right short at eating your children. <laughs> and praise be to Allah. I don't know how to take that. Uh, but congratulations, <laughs> you earned it. Uh, thanks for being great sports for uh, doing trivia. Uh, it's always great to do trivia on zone time. And it's always great to do zone time period. So uh, thank you everyone for listening uh, or watching uh, this episode of zone time. We'll be back next week with it. Oh, wait a minute. Omar, why do you have a finger up? One more thing, uh, because we're getting close to that season. I just ran a draft lottery uh, simulator. San Jose right. Wins. We got to do that. We got to do that. We are going, we are going Jose, to do that in a future. San Jose episode. one. Yep. San Jose one, Columbus two, Chicago three, Anaheim four, Habs five. That'd be horrible for, for Anaheim. They've been they've been pristine in their tank awareness this year. I think I think they deserve at least a top three pick. Um, we are going to do it this year, where we all like we're all just gonna have Tankathon right in front of us. We're gonna hit sim lottery mm -hmm. all at the same time, and then we're all gonna reveal what we get from the draft lottery and how funny it would yeah, be yeah. to see Connor Bedard, uh, at least in what I just saw, as an Arizona Coyote. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, they would go up five spots uh, off this latest. No, point. I mean that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Adam Fantilli and Anaheim, yes, but maybe, maybe not. You think the knows? Canucks fall out of the top ten? <laughs> what do you like, imagine at this rate? They're on I a four-game win streak. They are on a four-game win streak. It is Man, entirely Sam possible called it, that, that Sam called it verbatim. Sam called it verbatim. I still don't know. Random you win streak and then end up in the middle why. of the pack. I still don't know why Rick Tockett is head coach now. If you want to be head yeah, coach, do it next year. Why are you making him head coach now? But you know what? That's none of my business. It's none of my business. Anyway, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Zone Time, people. Uh, for Omar, Avery, and Sam, I'm Julian. Subscribe to the podcast, however you listen to podcasts, and we'll be back next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.